Hi there and welcome to the Wellbeing Wiz Omnicast episode 3. I'm Bevan Thompson, also known as the Wellbeing Wiz, and welcome to the Omnicast. Now, if you've been listening to this before or been watching it before, you'll know exactly what an Omnicast is. Uh, basically, it's it's not a YouTube video, it's not a Facebook Live, it's not a podcast, it's not a blog, it's all of those things in one place. I try and get the information out in as many formats as I possibly can for you guys to uh, to listen to, to watch and enjoy. Now then, um, what is the Omnicast about? I explained last week and I explained over and over again, I'm a, a life coach who helps people with anxiety. I suffered from anxiety myself quite badly for quite a few years. So what I did was I um, I, I was struggling. I, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't sort of think straight. I didn't have straight thoughts at all. I was worried all the time. I constantly uh, projected forward, worried about what was going to happen in my life. I was plagued by the sort of symptoms that came along with that. Every worrying thought brought about sort of racing heart rate, sweaty palms, confusion, all the sort of stuff that comes along with anxiety. And so what I did was, excuse me a sec, let's go clear that. Um, what I did was I, I sort of decided that one day I'd had enough, I was going to try and get back sort of hold of my life. And so the, the Omnicast and, and the way I sort of life coach has all come from my own realization that I could manage my anxiety. And by learning about how I thought, um, about how I sort of, thought about life, about sort of managing my own thoughts and becoming a third party watcher of them. I put together this uh, this framework to sort of help people with anxiety and help myself and I've sort of brought that into my sort of working life. So the idea of the Omnicast is to sort of bring these topics up, um, sort of make videos about them, make a podcast about them, tell you guys about how to look at certain parts of your life and how to reduce your anxiety and how to live with it really. Um, so this week, um, I'm just going to put my notes down here. This week, what's the episode about this week? Well, last week was about thoughts. And if you haven't really listened to that or watched it, I suggest you go back because I'm carrying on this week on a similar sort of topic. This week, we're going to talk about beliefs. Now, last week, we talked about thoughts and how thoughts create your emotions, how they create your actions and how that creates your results. This week, we're going to look at beliefs. Now, I'm not talking about beliefs as in like religious beliefs or, or sort of, you know, I believe in fairies or, or anything like that. It's more about beliefs and where they come from your sort of what's the word I'm looking for your your belief systems if you like things you believe things that make you the person you are now um beliefs are nothing more than thoughts thoughts that have been around for a long time thoughts that you've put a lot of effort into and thoughts that have become sort of an underpinning of what you think the world is like and we're going to look at that in more detail but today we're also going to look at what are beliefs where they come from how they affect us how they can affect you and, and make you more anxious and how to change these beliefs that aren't helping us because some of the beliefs we have are unhelpful, but like thoughts we have are unhelpful, okay? Now, as I always do, I like to look at the definition on Google. Now, I looked it up today and belief is obviously a noun, a belief, um, and I'll read it here for you. It's an acceptance that something exists or is true, especially one without proof. So it's an acceptance that something exists or is true, especially without proof. And again, like every week, the definition hints at a, per, a part of this that we can really work on. The word acceptance here is quite important. It suggests it's been something that's sort of occurred over time, that you've grown into, an idea you've come around to. So again, it's a thought that's been created that's just stayed around for a long time that you've accepted as true, okay? Now, and the line, especially one without proof, that's really interesting, because again, it suggests our beliefs might not be 100% true. They might be created by ourselves. Really important when we look a bit further down at what I'm going to talk about. Okay, so to get to the big meat of it, what is a belief? How do beliefs start? In practice, I've made some notes here again because, like I say, my memory is terrible and I get carried away, so I like to try and keep on the topic. In theory, there's three parts of beliefs there's mental representation. Now, it takes the form of a proposition, something being said about something else in a belief. For example, I believe the grass is green. 
I believe that she loves me. I believe, you know, there's all sorts of things you believe. You say something about something. That is the basis of a belief. Now, again, it can be implicit. It can be subconscious. It doesn't have to be sort of straight up in your mind. So, you know, I believe she loves me. She may not have proved it one way or the other, but you genuinely believe that over time. Now, there's also an assumption or a judgment about an idea. And again, this is clear with the definition we looked at before. There's an assumption here. It feels not 100% certain. I'm assuming she loves me, right? Again, you can see where that's come from. It's, it's the emotional attachment to a belief that gives the thought you've originally had its power and turns it into a belief. Does that make sense to you? So you're, you've got this emotional attachment to a thought and slowly over time, it becomes a belief. It becomes part of your belief system. Now, the third one, the beliefs are judged by their holder. Again, they're judged by you. you you're the one who's put those beliefs in place, right? So again, there's some sort of illusion there. There's some sort of not quite 100% true possibility with all the beliefs you have, which is important when we get to unhelpful beliefs in a minute. Now then, where do beliefs come from? I've looked into this in quite, quite a lot of detail, and I think there's four main places where beliefs can come from. First, you've got perception. Like, you see something or something gives you a belief that it is something or it isn't something. Your personal perception of a situation, of a person, of a thing can give you a belief about that. Okay, so again, there is slightly that potential that this perception could be through an optic that you're looking at it in a certain way. You're looking at it through a certain lens and you decide that this thing is true and it goes down to your core, becomes a belief, right? Hearsay, another way beliefs start. You know, someone says to me, oh, I, I believe this happened and it kind of passes down through generations or gets told to you secondhand information. That can quite easily become a belief because you trust the person that said it or you trust the, the source it came from. Or again, it's a thought that someone else has had that then you've taken on board as something to be true, right? So that's two things. You've got, you've got perception, the way you see things and hearsay, the way other people see things and are telling you they are true, right? The third way I've seen is kind of inference. Um, they had a fact to something and you believe it. If, if X exists, then Y must be possible. You know, if, if something exists, then, oh yeah, that definitely got to be true. And again, you've added that inference to it. Again, it's a belief, but again, a thought has had fact piled on top of it. You've turned it into a belief, okay? And the last one is somebody's come around through intuition. How many times have you turned and goes, oh, gives me the creeps, that guy, you know, it makes me feel, I've got a funny feeling in my tummy, my gut's telling me something. That's how some people's beliefs get formed as well. That kind of intuition, that internal kind of feeling that something's not right or something is right. So you've got perception, hearsay, inference, and intuition. And the four ways that I think your beliefs and your belief system come around. But again, you see, they're all formed in our heads. Again, they're all formed from thoughts. So you can see where this is all joined in with last week's conversation about thoughts. Now, the, the way that beliefs have come and jumped from thought is these things like the intuition, the inference, and, and the sort of the hearsay, they're adding a little bit more weight to them. Over time, you're building them up to be more and more and more than just fleeting ideas that have come into your head. So after last week, when we saw that thoughts create emotions, emotions create actions, actions create results, the issue with thoughts is they can become long-held beliefs because they, like I say, they, they last with you forever. If you've had a thought, that stays with you for a long time. It's quite easy to become ingrained. You know, if someone says they repeat something over and over again, you start to believe it, right? And so this is how your thoughts are turning into your beliefs. Now, the problem with this is some of these beliefs can be unhelpful, a bit like unhelpful thoughts we were talking about the other day. Some of these beliefs can be rooted in, in, in not in fact, in, in things you've just, 
you know, decided about yourself or about someone else. And these things can fuel your anxiety. You know, if you think, you know, I'm not worthy, I can't do this because of X. These are these unhelpful beliefs that you've got rooted in you that then can cause anxious thoughts and anxious behaviors, right? Now, a lot of these limiting beliefs might come from things like childhood. I mean, for example, um, take, take my dad, right? He lived in a, a mining village in the sort of, you know, grew up in a mining village. He's, he's, my granddad was a coal miner. My, my grandma was a, a person who stayed at home. And my dad was told and, and, and believed generally that no one that grew up in that village had ever been to university. It wasn't the done thing. They couldn't afford it, right? Now, my dad's one of the most intelligent people I know. He's far more intelligent than me. But he believed that it wasn't his place to do it. And that's an unhelpful belief to carry on through your life, right? Now, I believed when I was brought up, I was led to believe I grew up in a nice village. I grew up in a place where a lot of people had been to university. So it was a very easy belief for me to think I was going to university. Does that make sense? So it's the, it's the sort of ingrained thoughts. It's that inference again. You know, my granddad and grandma inferred to my dad that, oh, we're not the kind of people that go to university. So he believed it and it became one of his core beliefs in life. Whereas my mum and dad inferred to me that it was quite easy for me to get to university. So that became an inferred belief in my life. Does that make sense? So it's a thought that then becomes ingrained in your psyche and it becomes something that you, you genuinely hold as one of your sort of core beliefs yourself. Now, if I look about the things that I had as my core beliefs that, that were a real problem that caused my anxiety, it was things like, what will people think of me? You know, people will think X of me, people will think Y of me, you know, I don't deserve this. I'm, you know, I haven't, deserved, I haven't worked hard enough to deserve this. It's another one that I have constantly thought I don't deserve to be with my wife. She's a wonderful person. I'm not this fueled kind of like, oh, she'll leave me one day because suddenly she'll realize. Do you, do you get, I mean, these, these core beliefs that I had that had grown up over time, stupid thoughts that became beliefs were giving me anxious thoughts and were making my life a misery, right? Now, they form a basis of who I was and it, it made sure that I wasn't looking forward in the right way. I had these core beliefs dragging me down unhelpful and what I'd call limiting beliefs they were enabling me to move on and, and to become a you know come a rounded and better person who wasn't anxious all the time now that's the bad news the bad news is you can have these thoughts that turn to core beliefs that can really make you anxious and make you upset now you know me I don't like to leave you with bad news I'll, I'll, I'll do some good news okay what we can do is we can change these core beliefs because I tell you all the time you can change your thoughts and change your emotions change your actions well if beliefs are just thoughts we can change them too, right? Stands to reason. Now, there's no outside agency in this. There's nowhere that your beliefs are coming from, okay? Your beliefs are only coming from you, just like your thoughts are coming from you. They're just, if we just look at beliefs as extended thoughts, as long-held thoughts, then we'll be able to change them and make a new habit that has positive beliefs, right? It takes 21 days to make or break a habit, three weeks, and then you could change your core belief system, which sounds insane, but it's absolutely, absolutely 100% true, right? Now, just as with your thoughts, you've got 100% freedom in what you want to believe. You know, the, the only person who's, who's controlling what you believe is you. It's, it's inside your head, right? But if you take that, I always talk about this, that third party watcher perspective, like you do with your thoughts of your core beliefs, you can see which ones aren't helping you, which ones are limiting you, which ones are stopping you doing what you want to do. And if you try and catch yourself when, when you indulge in these beliefs, like for example, if I was say, oh, I always do X or I always do Y, I can't do this because of that, you know, and it's, oh, I've, I've always been this kind of person. That, that is showing you where your core beliefs are. They're usually those very extreme kind of, I'm always like this. I always do that. 
I'm, you know, I'm terrible at cooking. I'm terrible at talking to the opposite sex. I'm terrible at all these, whatever your core beliefs about what you are, it's only come from an original thought that's just hung around because you found evidence for it in your brain in the past, stacked it all up, yeah? So what I try and do, a bit like we did with our thoughts, is, is write down these core beliefs when they pop up. Have a little, I mean, I'm a big one for journaling. I'm a big one for writing down my thoughts as often as I can. And I think you all should do this because it's, it's really helpful because you get a really good insight into what's going through your mind. Now, if you find a core belief popping up again and again and again, you know, I always do this, I always do that, write it down. Write it down and then you can totally flip it. This is what I do with, with negative thoughts. Just totally flip that core belief and sort of think about what the opposite was. I'll try and give you an example, right? Humans believed forever ever and ever, for ages, that man couldn't fly, right? That was a core belief throughout the whole world. Man's never going to fly. We're not going to be like the birds. Now, the Wright brothers sat there, and they had the absolute opposite core belief. We are going to fly. We're going to build an airplane. We're going to fly. What happened? They built an airplane. Now, the core belief is we can fly all around the world, and that's general to everybody. Can you see what I mean? They just flipped that and said, no, we're going to do it. And now, they've managed to change the core belief of the entire world just by their core belief being that they could invent an airplane. And that's quite a big scale, but can you see what I mean? It's it's very easy to flip that core belief. If they hadn't flipped it, we'd still be taking boats all around the world and it'd be taking like three or four weeks to get to Australia. Now, the beliefs you've got are just remnants of like unhelpful thoughts that have become accepted over time. And it's important that you get that. You're not, you're stopping yourself achieving your full potential by these limiting core beliefs. And all they are are just, maybe something's happened, it's stuck with you and it's lingered and you've kept hold of it. You are the only person who can totally open up the world for you. You can stop every single limiting belief you've got if you believe that, well, if you if you believe, if you understand that they are coming from your thoughts, because that's all they are. And I hope I'll prove that to you, to be honest. Now, I always like to leave you with a bit of homework. So today's homework is try this. Try and dig out your most limiting beliefs. Sit there with a piece of paper, stop these anxious thoughts and have a little think, have a plunge into what you think your core beliefs are. What are your, what are the things that are holding you back? What are the things you always do? What are the things you always believe that you do? I always mess up this. I always, you know, I was, I can't, can't go on a date with a guy because he's always like, you know, I always ruin it by saying X, Y, and Z, whatever that may be, right? Write those down and then flip it. Here's a good example. I never be able to run my own business. I've had people say that to me all the time. And they say, oh, because I'm useless at sales. I'm useless at talking to new clients, blah, blah. That's a core belief, right? I, I couldn't run my own business. Not possible. Couldn't take the risks. Couldn't, you know, couldn't talk to people and make the sales. Totally flip it. There's plenty, like, the way I'd flip it is there's plenty of people I know that run their own business. They're doing really, really well. I'm pretty good at talking to people just like they are. I can't see why I won't be able to do it as well. Now, what you're doing there is you're not only just flipping it, but what, you're tricking your brain a little bit as well because you're sticking some evidential stuff in there too. The previous one, I can't run my own business because I'm useless at talking to people or useless at sales. There was a little bit of evidence in there. But what I've done when I flipped it, I've added two bits of evidence. I know loads of people that have done really well. I'm as good as talking to other people as they are. All of a sudden, my flip is not just a sort of a flight of fancy, just, you know, me making stuff up. It's got a little bit of evidence in there. And the brain likes a little bit of evidence. The brain likes that, oh, I've got a choice between these two, two behave, behaviors and beliefs now. And that one's more weight. That one's got a bit more evidence in it. Can you see what I mean? So try and do that. Try and try and write down the core beliefs that you think are limiting you. You think that are stopping you getting where you want to be. And you'll know what they are because they're the little nagging ones that are always in the back of your head. The ones that always sort of pop up when you think, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do that? 
write them down and try and completely flip them and believe what you're writing down. Because to be honest, it's only you holding your back. Look at the Wright brothers, right? Everyone told them they couldn't fly a plane. <laughs> Proven wrong, didn't they? You know what I mean? And it's it's that simple. If they can invent a plane, you can, you know, do, do all the things you want to do. It's, it's just all there in your head. So thank you for tuning in this week. Um, like I say, if you need some more information on how to uh, sort of stop worrying, how to get rid of your anxiety, please pop over to our website. It's www.thewellbeingwiz.com forward slash calm mind. Right there, you can download a free sort of ebook. Tells you how to worry less in seven days. Sort of, um, it's called Calm Mind. So that's www.thewellbeingwiz.com/calmmind. Um, watch this again, sort of, and remember to write down your limiting beliefs and just flip them around and get on and enjoy your life and don't be anxious anymore. Alrighty, I'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye. you